0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Clydesdale Media News. Uh, We are just wrapping up the Zalos Games in Vegas. I am Scott Schweitzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is cashier. And we're here to kind of wrap it all up in a little bow. Um, I know the thumbnail advertises that we will announce who the winner is of our C4 giveaway. Uh, The leaderboard's just finalized, and I have not done the math yet. (laughs) So please look for that winner tomorrow. On our weekly roundtable, I will have all that ready. We will make that announcement then. Other did than I that, win? What's going Did on, I win ours?
1: Did, did I win ours? Uh,
0: if cool. I didn't get that math done, the R thing is way more complicated I'm close. than that. I'm close. I know I did not win. When my women were all in the first heat mm-hmm. of the final event, yeah. I knew okay. I was struggling.
1: Yeah, I think, but three of us had, uh, between Amy, Charlie, and myself, we each had a podium athlete on the guy's side and the girl's side, right?
0: Well, I had the winner. I had two.
1: Okay, so you, and then I had James, Amy had Tola. So it was you, Amy, and myself. Hi, Elise. And then on the women's side, it was Amy, Charlie, and me, right? Alex, yeah, I know it yeah. wasn't me. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. I, yeah. Anyway, it's gonna be close. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be good. I have yeah. a shot. <laughs> For once.
0: Yeah, and That's one okay. of your people didn't even show up to the event, and you're still in the running.
1: What happened? He was sick, Mike McDonald. I don't. I didn't. I checked his Instagram. Yeah. There was nothing.
0: And I like Mike. I got yeah. to meet him at semifinals. Uh, great dude. I uh, would have been fun to see him out there.
1: Yeah, I really wanted to see him on the floor, but oh
0: well. So that's a great segue to one of my first points is okay. I I loved what they did this weekend for so many reasons. There are, like I have a list of things I want to talk about. Okay. But first and foremost, athletes that don't normally get exposure got a ton of exposure this weekend. For
1: sure. And
0: it was awesome.
1: Yeah, I now, mean – it was a small field, right? You only had 12 and 12. So it was easy to highlight everyone. The heats were really small. So you could, you, you really could follow the action of everyone and see what their sort of strengths and weaknesses were. And it, you know, you have the ability to highlight that. I think, I do think it's great. The, the, the overarching sort of thing that I'm going to poo poo the whole weekend is it was only 24 athletes right we're going to say how great it was and yeah. how organized it was and all that and it's like yeah easy to do with 24 athletes super easy to do
0: but i have a solution to that
1: okay what's that because
0: because i think i think that was a key to why it was successful it was easy to follow it was easy to watch because it was only 24 athletes sure Yeah, but that's not. This was going to be my wrap up, but we can lead off with it. Let's
1: go with it. You know, I'm like a cut to the chase kind of gal. Let's
0: (laughs) just do it. Think about this tournament style Mm. event in the off season. You have one of these in Europe, or two of these in Europe. You have two of these in America. You have them all over the world, and these small little events, and it gives all those people exposure. And then you whittle it down to two semifinals with 24 athletes to one final with 24 athletes. Yeah. And you make it a four 4 workout weekend, which isn't super taxing on an athlete, but so fun to watch and a way to get to know everybody in the off season. It's not the way you should find the fittest on earth, but it's a way to bring people in, in a smaller window that they get a smaller Um, bite of the apple. That's easier to take in and easier to digest and easier than to understand the sport.
1: Yeah. I thought that's a great point. I mean, you can take the time to sort of explain the workouts and, um, you know, study the movements and things like that. That's true. And technically, I mean, someone could put on one of these every weekend, you know, if you're popping around the U S it wouldn't have to be even two in the U S you could have 20 of these in the course of, you know, 20 weeks. Really,
0: yeah. You just don't want to dilute it so much that it's not people that will. If you do a hand like okay, maybe three or four in the U.S. Right. So then, when you semifinals come next year, then you know you've seen them athletes because you've seen them. Yeah, and you've you've seen them be highlighted in an event that they're really good at, or like Tola, like two three thirty snatch. Yeah, that's are insane. you kidding me?
1: Insane. Yeah.
0: So then all of that all of that happens, they get exposure, the sport gets exposure, then the semifinals are more important because hey, I remember them from this tournament style in the off season. And you don't you don't even have to have the big dogs in it. Sure. Right? the big dogs can do Coachella and Dubai and Rogue, right? This is for those athletes that need the exposure and need um, that little extra, so that they ha- they're known when we come to semifinals the following year.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. That's a great idea. Who are you going to call? <laughs> how, how are we going to do yeah. this?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's a great idea. Maybe I. I mean, I have Jared's number.
1: There you go.
0: I could text him and say, "Hey, this is my idea. I think what you've started is awesome, and now we know with." four iPhones and four lanes, you can do a production.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you don't even need, you know, you don't need that many judges. You don't need too, too many volunteers. It's really, really low scale on the, uh, on the prep side in terms of execution. Yeah. Good stuff. So any good.
0: I was going to just pose to a question to you. Any other highlights? that's exactly what I was just gonna ask you for so, from you, for you weekend
1: um christine krom brander um snatched what two twenty five
0: yes five pound p r very Unreal.
1: very impressive um
0: Elia miller two fifteen
1: I mean yeah crazy she's putting herself on the map with that snatch for sure
0: and it's while so we're talking bad. about snatches, Tudor's uh, 322, you know, that's seven pounds more than the winning snatch at the games two mm-hmm. years ago.
1: And it and looked easy. Yeah. It looked very smooth.
0: Crazy. Tudor looked like a different athlete this weekend.
1: He really did. Um,
0: he looked like yeah. the semifinal athlete, not the games athlete.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. I thought it was fun, too. It was really fun for me just to see so many people that I recognized, you know, around the floor in the fringe, you know, like being part of the media team in the past and seeing some of those familiar faces was kind of cool. Just be like, oh, I know that person. Oh, I know that person. It was weird, though, because it was the first time that I didn't recognize any judges. Yeah. Zero.
0: Gershwin says, don't forget, Tudor looks like he can <laughs> run on his hands. And that's another thing you could do with these little things like those big dogs that don't need the attention in between do a a handstand walk event. Daniel Brandon versus Tudor Magda.
1: Yeah. Just some fun things.
0: Yeah. Like that for winner gets 500 bucks.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a head to head. I like that. Yeah. Or it's like uh, in the middle, in between innings at a minor league baseball game, you know, you do like the, the little dizzy bat races and stuff. That would be cool.
0: Yeah, Love or it. you do max max rep pull ups mm-hmm. and take two of the greatest gymnast athletes we have, put them head to head, something like that to to just add fun stuff to these events.
1: Yeah. Did but, you um Did you know what happened with uh, Logan Ewing? He like had to withdraw on one of the events. Do we know what happened there?
0: So the all I heard was scuttle that it it might be a knee.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um and that he couldn't go on, but I'll reach out to him and just make sure he's okay. And did uh, Mitch he's a friend of the show. Or did
1: he just Okay. He just no. did do that great. Okay. Yeah. Her buddy.
0: Thanks. That, that, thanks.
1: You had uh, him, didn't you?
0: <laughs> no, I didn't actually. That was oh, yeah. Charlie's. Um, so yeah.
1: It was nice to see Carrie cheering him on all weekend. That must have been uh an odd position for her to be in, you know, like that role reversal
0: yeah.
1: with Mitch competing. Well and
0: and we know Mitch, right? Mitch knows where he sits in the, sure. the pantheon of athletes. You know, he's he's doing this, this because it's fun.
1: This was a fun weekend for him for sure.
0: Uh, so I want to talk about the broadcast. One from an NFL fan. I thought it I thought it represented the Manning cast, which is an alternate Monday night football that ESPN does where Peyton and Eli Manning host it and they have just their friends show up and they chat during the game. And I think very cool what concept, seven did was very much the same thing. Mm-hmm. And now they're, they're, they're moving ESPN is doing that for college football with Pat McAfee and his friends. So it, it's a concept that's working and growing and seven pulled this off right at the right time.
1: Yeah. It fit that it.
0: exact MO. Um. The other thing I love the challenge flag. Yeah, I one challenge a day. Because you and I have been at events where things get to scoring and there's eight appeals because there's no cost to making an appeal, at the games or at a semifinal or at right. an event. Right, you have nothing. And to it lose. takes, and it takes forever for scoring then to get done, and update the boards. I love that. If you throw the flag though at anything in that segment of the workout that you're challenging is reviewed. And if there's a rep that got called good and was bad, you lose that rep.
1: Right. You're taking a risk.
0: Yep. Um, They've, they videoed the athlete briefing, Mm -hmm. which is never done anywhere. And then the audience, the athletes and everybody know what the standards are. So nobody's guessing in the comment section uh, I think that added a ton to what happened. That makes um, it a lot
1: easier to follow as a spectator too, because you're not sitting there scratching their head wondering, you know, what the standards are or why someone's doing it a certain way. Um, and I know, especially at the CrossFit Games and, and at Semis too, I guess, they never really televise that stuff or make it known. It's sort it's sort of like I don't know what I don't know what the hesitation is. I mean, I guess it's just more scrutiny and more transparency is not maybe the greatest for some of those bigger productions but i appreciate it i mean that's just because i'm so transparent myself <laughs> um but yeah i like
0: it and well, i want to know i think it did it yeah well you and i want to know like yeah half of our questions in an event are what what's the rule right and thank god we know a lot of the head judges and can like run over and go what's like, the standard on the blah blah, yeah. blah? right but not everybody has that option. Mm-hmm. And what I think it did too is, when it's televised, you don't get a lot of dumb questions. This is true. Because nobody right. wants dumb question ask. to go out to the world.
1: Good point. Good point. Yeah, the athletes know that they're being right? filmed.
0: And they're forced to pay attention to what's being said because there's cameras panning. Because yeah. now, you now everyone seem else can like say. On your phone.
1: Right. Now everyone else can say, I heard it. Why didn't you hear it? You
0: know? Right.
1: That's true. So I
0: think those were some like side effects of the televised briefing that were really cool.
1: Yeah. And plus kudos kudos to Jared for like letting that all happen too. Like he's really, really stepped out of the box, if you will, to, to allow all this, all these new things to come to light, stuff that we've always wanted to see, but just have never been able to do. And I think that's why the, having Hiller as the head judge was such a good marriage there too, because it's the same concept. It's sort of like all the things that we, you know, these um, armchair quarterbacks, you know, like to talk about when we're watching videos and things, but like the head of the armchair quarterbacks was there on the floor. So you weren't getting away with anything. Well, and
0: How brilliant is that, right? You have Hiller who now is he's under the the gun because he's been dogging everybody for what's happened for a year now he had to get it right. Right. Like the pressure was on him to get it right because he had, he has been calling everybody out. Yeah. And I thought it was beautiful. And I, and you got to give him kudos watching the briefing. He was so succinct in what everything was. And he showed the example himself of what is a good rep. What is a bad rep. And I yeah. think it was very clear, um, as to what was allowed and what was not allowed.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, his background as a competitor helps too, because he, he's probably thought of or considered, you know, the shortcuts to, to the movement himself or, you know, seen it before. So I think that's always a good practice too.
0: I, um, I do want to say, I don't know if you saw the video. Did you see Hiller trying to do the salmon ladder?
1: I did. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That I, so I can't believe he was
0: able to get back out there today. I'm glad he didn't hurt himself, but that looked awful. He I would
1: did, have been in
0: traction. He,
1: he did look a little awkward at times, like in front of the crowd. He definitely has a little bit of like social anxiety, I think, or, or something. And it was cute. It was like wholesome. I remember, I think I made a comment on the seven podcast, like that watching him do that was, it was almost wholesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, kudos to him i think he did an amazing job and he was quick to communicate that was the key there was a lot of communication about what the standards were and that it was not hidden everything was open and transparent which i thought was beautiful yeah um and and it reminded me of and i'm going to say this to to our our sports fans out there like the xfl Mm the XFL brought in all these crazy new rules and these crazy new things that ended up being adopted by the NFL because they could try them on a smaller scale. Yeah. And that's where the innovation has come in to what's happened in the NFL because they can't make, they can't steer the cruise ship, but the XFL that's this little PT boat can, can maneuver pretty quick for sure. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and so I think that that's what this weekend reminded me of. And I hope Jared is ready because I think that there's going to be a lot of calls for some things like this moving forward. And I think that's what he wanted anyway. He wanted opportunities for athletes. We had him on the show last year when he, when he put out year one of this, and that's what he was trying to do. Just more opportunities for more athletes to get exposure and make money.
1: Yeah, it'd be great, too, if he could turn the entire thing into, like you said, um, these sort of maybe weekly or biweekly events and not have an online component, but just have it all in person, but just keep sort of moving it around. I think it'd be great.
0: And I think it's okay to keep like an online at home. um,
1: Sure. But like for as a different division, though, like, you know, not the same division as an elite division.
0: Because I know Jamie, her. Jamie has signed up for this mm-hmm. and we want her to have her opportunity in right, the master's right, right. division. Well, Even they though she keeps saying that they she's, could have, they could have
1: age group weekends too. You know, doesn't.
0: Yeah. A master's tournament.
1: I mean, shit. give them exposure. If Festivus can do it. <laughs> you know, Festivus is like yeah. the scaled version and they have it throughout the year and it's, you know, a combined thing and it's in person and it's, thousands and thousands of athletes. So they can make it work for
0: sure. So If I'm going to be, I'm going to be transparent at this moment. Please. The thing that was rolling through my head is you and I could pull this off at, at masters fitness collective.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We could, we could do it at cattle's fitness. <laughs> I mean, <Right>. you know, <laughs> Well,
0: I'm just saying like, we know the masters athletes because yeah, we're, we're more familiar with that. That demographic than other people are. I could walk around and talk to people after the events. I could talk about who's on the floor when things are going, you right. know. And I don't think Savon's going to want to do every tournament bracket, you know. Let
1: my dogs out. Sorry, they're scratching. Go, don't bark. Thank you. Okay. Oh, you're going out
0: too. Go ahead. Go. 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 <laughs> oh, you dummy. So. Yeah. I thought that was the first thing that went into my head is we could pull this off in at masters fitness collective or legends or any of those things. Um, I think legends is actually going to have like a studio thing done. Sure. But I loved, I love the roving reporter aspect of it. Yeah. And even if that was contracted out with an iPhone and, and some interviews and talking to people around, my, like getting Kotler on while all three underdogs athletes were on the floor mm-hmm. or, cool. you know, Jorge Fernandez coming on when the Invictus athletes were on. Those were cool aspects that you don't get at the games right. very often. Right. So my only criticism about the, the weekend is just like CrossFit does when they go do semifinals, you have to have dedicated internet just for your, and I, and I don't think that this was their first time out. I'm not blaming them for it, but it's definitely something on the list that if it, if it moves forward, you're going to have to have a dedicated router for your people to use, to get the bandwidth you need to show the coverage you, you have. So,
1: yeah. And I think too, we have to remember too, like I said, small scale, 24 athletes, five lanes, like very manageable. It's not something that you're going to be able to like do at Guadalooza. You know, you're not going to be able to do this, you know, at, at Granite Games or a big semifinal or or anything like that. Or I mean, even at MFC, the way it's structured right now would be, um, you know, difficult, but in this, in this smaller thing and, you know, MFC might decide too, that they spread out their competition throughout the year and it becomes some kind of a, you know, points total NASCAR type, deal, you know, or like how, how golf is scored. And if that's the case, then you know, let's go do those all around the world. We're yeah. all around the country at least. It would be fun.
0: Yeah, I agree. For sure. Um, so your leaderboards, your podiums, uh, for those of us joining, for those of you, I know a lot of you in the chats were on Savon just 10 minutes ago. Uh but it is on the women's side, Andrea Nissler for the win. Christine Kohlenbrander came in second and Alex Gazan in third. And on the men's side, Tudor Magda came in first. Um, It was Tola Moraquino in second, and James Sprague in third.
1: And one of these days, everyone will pronounce his name correctly, Tola Moraquino. Okay. I stand by it.
0: (laughs) You are the name police. Yes. That's really hard. It's not rhythmic. I
1: know. Sorry. Not all names are rhythmic.
0: Yeah. So that was a fun weekend. Um, we're not going to keep you guys on too long. I know it's been a long weekend. You guys have been in the chats over there all weekend long. And I, I just, I'm going to end this with, I had a lot of fun watching this. The the close finishes were awesome. The fact that the guys just hanging out chatting were getting excited in the moments that we get excited gave me goosebumps at times. Um, And I really enjoyed the broadcast. I watched every minute except for a little bit of the snatch workout this afternoon. Um, What were you
1: doing? What was your excuse?
0: uh, Watching my Chicago Bears blow another lead. Got it. <laughs> um, but then I went back, fast forwarded through the early rounds and just watched the max lifts at the end.
1: <laughs> YouTube comp. Eh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Wouldn't be much. Comp- Give me a year. <laughs> we do have, um, we can talk about, we're having Brian spin from the barbell spin on, on Thursday. Um, we are. we're going he will not be revealing his true identity, but we will at least get to know him a little bit from a personal perspective and not just hear about his, uh, his analysis. And we also have Jamie Latimer on Thursday as well. Right.
0: We do. Very and cool. we have E. Esher on Friday.
1: Yes. And I cannot make that one. I'm, so I'm not I'm sad.
0: Oh, you can't.
1: No, I, I coach 430. It's at four, right? Four to five. I mean, I might yeah, pop on was, for the first couple of minutes to say hi, but then I'll have to bail.
0: It's okay. Yeah. Well, after the videos you sent me last night, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it on a round table tomorrow. Um, E would be a great person to chat with, to get, uh, some critique. So maybe we'll have to load those videos in. Yeah. Oh, that'd and, be cool. Uh, and hear what she has to say.
1: Let's do that.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what's up, Travis? Thanks for jumping on buddy. Um, you're killing it in the comments. Um, last thing I want to talk about tonight, because I don't want to get into it tomorrow at the roundtable, but um, it was in the chats all weekend. Um, there was a, a video done about Savon um, by Bethany Sport, Sport Bethany, um, where she's called Savon the most toxic man in CrossFit.
1: No way. Who's this person? Is it on Instagram?
0: It is on YouTube.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, and I don't think you should give her the view. Oh, um, okay.
1: <laughs> well, just like, tell me but, what happened then.
0: <laughs> but I will sum it up um, okay. for you pretty quick. And that is that she basically, she basically goes back and rehashes a right. bunch of old shit that people have said. Sporty Beth, that's it. Uh, she went, goes back and rehashes like the Tovar interview, um, Brooke Entz video from the CrossFit podcast, like stuff that's like so freaking old. Right. And then, and it's all because of the Danny Spiegel comments, the Danny Spiegel post about that people keep trashing her out about her, the, what she wears on Instagram Sevon made a couple comments about it and that's what started it but she uses all these old examples and what I find fascinating is and I only know this because so she had a CrossFit documentary done on her oh she did at the same time at the same time I had a CrossFit documentary done on me okay those at the time we had those done had to be approved by Sevon. right because he was still over all of that stuff And so here's this woman who has a video done and it's approved by Savon.
1: And now she's shitting on him.
0: And now she's shitting on him. If she really wanted to make a stand, she should have not done the the video back then.
1: Well, right. I mean, yeah, this isn't like new news that she thinks this. If she's pulling stuff from before she even did her documentary, why would she even sit for the documentary if she thought he was a piece of shit? Yeah, that makes
0: sense correct and so that really infuriated me because here you are and and you we know right we have a youtube channel you throw sevon's picture sevon on the thing it's going to get a bunch of clicks and a bunch of likes right. so she's clickbaiting the whole damn thing mm-hmm. for her own gain and that's why i said you shouldn't click on it even though i, I know you're it. curious yeah i want um it. but it's it's clickbaity and She's not making a stand. She's just trying to get clicks and, and yeah. likes on her video. Just a mouthpiece. Um, and it's, wanna, and it's a wanna, shame because her story was good. Yeah. And now, and now she's doing all this shit. Kind of doesn't mean
1: anything now. Um Let's, let's um, I'm seeing in the chat. Jamie says that she's at three o'clock. Um, I have her at two o'clock on Thursday. 2 PM Eastern. When do you have Jamie.
0: I think it. I had her at two.
1: Okay, Jamie, you think it's at three? That might be a problem unless she's in like Nova Scotia. She in a different. She in a time zone ahead of us.
0: No, she is in Michigan.
1: Okay, so she's so it's two o'clock her time, three o'clock our time, unless she thinks it's three o'clock her time, which means it would be four o'clock our time.
0: No, Michigan and Ohio are in the same time zone.
1: Oh, okay, we're the same. Okay, well we're still it's still the wrong time. Oh yeah, probably right. Okay. So so Travis, sorry, it's at three o'clock. No, it's at two o'clock. Two, <laughs> two works. Okay. It's at two
0: o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> two. That's what we have in the calendar.
1: We can move yeah. it if we need to.
0: She's already causing problems. We haven't even had her on the show I yet. I know.
1: Jeez, who is this Jamie person? Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Love. Yeah, well, we didn't get our we didn't get our reminder right, today of well, everything that's that's going on this week. <laughs>
1: Travis, you can so, go back and watch it afterwards. You don't have to be in the live chat. We'll we'll keep it going for you.
0: <laughs> You're all good, Jamie. The show We're must go forward, on. Look forward to this week. It all be good, and uh, yeah, with that, we will uh, bid you all good night. Uh, it's been a great weekend for CrossFit and competition, and. Yep. Got an exciting week. Make sure to tune in and we'll talk to you all soon.
1: 2.30 tomorrow. Roundtable.
0: 2.30 tomorrow. Roundtable. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for joining Clydesdale Media for today's episode. If you like what you hear, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes are out. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time with Clydesdale Media.